Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, thanks for joining us today on the program. This is episode four. Uh, this is a, my fourth time uh, in this seat, the fourth time uh, hosting my very own radio program. Uh, can I? We're going to talk about guns. We're going to talk about Salt Lake County. We're going to talk about Mayor Jenny Wilson here in a moment. And we're going to do so with KSL News Radio reporter Mary Richards. But can I, I just want to take a quick tangent? You coming back from the news break, there was a, a, a promo, they call them, uh, about this program. And there are some snippets of, of me talking about my dad. Uh, talking to himself into a mirror. Th- th- that's a story I want to tell you uh, later on, and I promise if we have time, I'm going to tell you. Very basically, I was a very small child uh, the the night before his first radio program. My dad is a, a talk show host as well. In fact, uh, uh, somewhere he's probably broadcasting right now. But he... Uh, uh, he, on the night before his very first program, I was, again, a small boy looking down the stairs, and I could see him in the dining room standing in front of a mirror, and he was talking to himself, and I thought, what the heck am I seeing? And uh, anyway, what it turned out to be was he, uh, nervous, like I certainly was leading up, and still am today, leading up to this program, he was rehearsing, he was getting ready, and it was what he was talking and saying to himself in the mirror then that uh, the next day turned into uh, his radio program. Anyway, um, so... So, listen, we this morning uh, learned, actually, you know, I'm going to be more specific. Last night at 10.21 p.m. on a Sunday night. Now, that's when most folks are looking for news. Uh, at 10.21 on a, uh, on a Sunday night, uh, the mayor's office uh, put out a, a press release, and it says that under the headline, Mayor Jenny Wilson announces operational change regarding gun sales in facilities owned by Salt Lake County. I'll read it again. Mayor Jenny Wilson announces operational change regarding gun sales in facilities owned by Salt Lake County. Uh, now, I'm not sure that the press release mentioned this, but there was today a press conference where she uh, spoke briefly briefly uh, to to the news media and KSL News Radio's own Mary Richards was there. Uh, Mary, first off, uh, let me say you have joined us down here uh, in lieu of attending the <laughs> the company potluck lunch. Is that right? Yes. You were also on the air instead of being at that very same potluck lunch. If you look at the calendar over the past week, I have missed uh, yeah. an all staff meeting. Mm-hmm. I have missed uh, this potluck dinner mm-hmm. and I think there was something, some kind of party. I think what they're doing is they're scheduling it during the new guys show because yeah. I, I don't have I haven't gone through the reps yet. Right. You have no, like, seniority or whatever. Yeah. yeah they're not counting your time before. That's right. That's yeah, a shame. All, that's right. I did, yeah. a few, I did a few years. We'll, we'll save a plate. 
Sure. Uh, tell us what. what uh, w- w- thank you for being here. Yes. Uh, what did you learn at yeah. uh, Mayor Wilson's press conference? It was today? A, it was fairly short. She kept it to the point, just basically saying that as she thought about the things she could do, as she looks around and she sees, as she put it, public sentiment. Uh, most of the, she said most in the community saying we need more done. She said I felt like I could do something as county mayor, and so I took this step of requiring background checks for all sales at gun shows and guns uh, at events in those facilities owned by Salt Lake County. So we're talking. Um, the, the Mountain America Expo Center there in Sandy, so, uh, the Salt Palace here downtown, and then the Equestrian Park. Those three run by Facilities Management SMG, who joined her at the press conference, and she said so that that includes um, those by licensed dealers and also private sales there inside the event. You need to have background checks done before that transaction takes place. I am uh, I'm, I'm a Second Amendment enthusiast. I uh, was raised from a young age to to, to go out shooting and, and hunting. And uh, in fact, in recent years, I, I've kind of upped my game a little bit and I've acquired some new skills. I know how to kind of put guns together and manufacture them. It's, it's, uh, I view it as a hobby and I enjoy it. And uh, I also consider myself a part of you know, the community. And so uh, this phrase I'm about to use, I I am slow to use it, but it is what she's talking about. And it is the gun show loophole. Uh, so-called. Uh, now, as, a, as an enthusiast myself, I don't, I don't see it as a loophole. I don't see it as, a, as an exploitation of any type of laws or lack thereof. Um, but what it means is, is, as you've just described, is that there can be gun shows and you need to, for the most part, you need to have a, a license to be dealing in firearms and FFL, and that's what you bring to these gun shows. But you can also, if you are a private citizen, you can make your desire to sell a firearm known to other private citizens there and if two of these so uh, private citizens uh, interact with one another and they come to a deal uh, money can change hands and a gun uh, can be transferred in ownership uh, without uh, a background check right she became aware of that and then that's the action she's or in her Actions uh, are, are have been designed to, to undo that, or right, at least prohibit that. it. Right. And here's what people have already reacted to us at KSL Radio in saying that, um, reacting rather strongly. One saying, I don't think a county mayor should be able to do that. Why didn't she involve the county council? And... Um, also, the uh, crossroads of the West Gun Show's uh, vice president, Bob Templeton, telling us, you know, this this might be difficult or tough for us to do, uh, to do this kind of thing, to require those uh, private uh, background checks. Others responding right away saying, good for her. Something like this needs to be done, you know, and, and applauding this move from her and saying, you know, we need more action like this on any kind of level where it can be taken. So I, I haven't done a story in a while where I've received such immediate feedback on these different sides of the issue. Enforcement is an interesting question because the, if I, if I understand the, the technicalities of it exactly, it is merely that the mayor has unilaterally decided that on county property, private sales of firearms absent a background check can cannot take place. I think so. At these gun shows, right. She says that she, uh, in fact, she was joined by um, Ralph Chambis, who is the chief deputy in the Salt Lake County District Attorney's Office. And she said, I did consult with my legal counsel, and he's here. And we feel like we can do this. Um, however... The legislature might say, no, you can't. In our in our next segment, we're going to be joined by uh, Clark Apotion, who you've heard uh, already this morning uh, with Dave and Debbie. Uh, he and I have traded notes over the past little while on this, and uh, and I think uh, either, either lawsuit or legislation uh, is on the horizon. There is some pretty clear-cut statutory language in uh, Utah state code that would seemingly, at least to a layman uh, like me, communicate the fact that she may 
be operating outside of her uh, abilities. Now, um, you you said it was a brief press conference. Yeah. Um, were, were there many questions back and forth? Yeah, there were. In fact, uh, one of the very first questions was, so has this been a problem? Has there been a gun purchased at one of these events that has been there then used in violence or a crime? And she said, not to her knowledge or not that she could see. Um, and she's attended a gun show. Very. Uh, she explained the level of security and, and noticing all of those things, but just felt like this was a step she just wanted to take because she could. And she and she. This was her quote. I'm paraphrasing. I support the rights of gun owners. I do, but I cannot. I have to do something about this risk of a gun being used in a crime or for violence or, or any sort of thing, you know, down the road from there. And she felt like she just had to take the step. I guess I won't ask you to weigh into this, but there's a there's a philosophical uh, uh, element to that. Is it the responsibility of either an executive or a legislator to predict what might be and then act uh, act accordingly? Or is it the responsibility of a legislature or an executive, if so empowered, to respond to, you know, the the, the behavior and, and maybe the injuries or the offenses of... Uh, of the citizens. I don't know. I don't know the question. I, I know on this one, uh, to me at least, and I'll, I'll save this uh, for Clark. I won't burden you with opinion and thought. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, th- this one to me feels uh, like it's a little bit too much, and I'm anxious to follow because I, uh, I very much uh, predict that w- this will be uh, challenged or at least uh, legislated out of possibility. Yeah, and she made the point at the press conference that this is bringing Utah or Salt Lake County into line with 21 other states. Uh, the crossroads of the West Gun Show owner told us not the states he is operating in. Um, I don't know where those, which 21 states those are. But I it's bet not you, in the West. if I'm speculating, if you take a look at the map of the United States, look in the upper right hand corner. Maybe the you'll east? find some yeah. of those. Yeah. And then look to the far left. You might find one of them over there. But not kind of in the middle in the no, like, no, no, area no. where no, no, we no. are. Yeah. Not like where Americans live. Yeah. No. I'm going to try to find that out. I'll get back to you. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, Mary Richards, expert reporter. Get on back up to the What did you bring to the potluck today? Uh, some, like, little teeny, not very much. Rolls. Just little, yeah, just little things. Well, no, there's nothing wrong with rolls. Okay. Uh, Lion House rolls down the street are one well, of the tastiest things in town. These were homemade and they weren't very good. So I kind of like just kind of. I don't believe that's true. Okay. Come Mary <laughs> Richards, KSL News Radio reporter. She attended a press conference hosted by Salt Lake County Mayor Jenny Wilson today where she announced the mayor, that uh, private gun sales without a background check will no longer be allowed uh, at gun shows uh, in the county, or at least in in county-owned property. Uh, When we come back, we're going to speak with Clark Apotion, who's going to talk about some of the laws behind this, some of the things he predicts, and where he sees there uh, to have been some missteps uh, in this announcement. This is Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. You're listening to KSL News Radio. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We've been touching on a few issues today, uh, some fascinating things. Something caught my attention this morning, and I, uh, I, sent a, I, I saw some traffic on Facebook, because that's where I go for news. I go to Facebook. I, I saw that, uh, that there were some whispering. I saw this over the weekend that uh, out of the Salt Lake County Mayor's Office, that Mayor Jenny Wilson would be announcing a change to what could and couldn't take place uh, at some of the gun shows on county property. Uh, and, and so I'm clicking around. I'm trying to learn. And I, I sent a note to producer Amy uh, earlier this morning. I said, hey, l- remind me, I want to look into this. So we got to talk to Clark. We got to talk to all the folks that know about this kind of stuff. And uh, it, it has to do with uh, 
gun shows and background checks and private transactions. She said to me, she says, uh, Lee, yeah, they put a, the, the mayor's office put a press release out. And I thought, how did I miss this? I'm pretty good at staying, you know, especially if it's a firearms issue. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Second Amendment enthusiast myself. How did I miss such a, a monumental uh, announcement or at least a consequential or controversial announcement and so i went to the folder where you know my press releases are received and i clicked around and i saw that she's right producer amy was right at 10:21 p.m. this is last night sunday december 15th a, a press release was sent around from the uh, from the mayor's office and uh, the headline reads mayor jenny wilson announces operational change regarding gun sales in facilities owned by Salt Lake County. I'll read a little bit of it. It says, on behalf of Salt Lake County, Mayor Jenny Wilson has directed an operational change that will require all individuals purchasing firearms at events held in facilities owned by Salt Lake County to undergo background checks. This requirement will take effect January 1, 2020. You might hear that and say, well, that sounds like normal. That sounds, you know, if I've bought guns many times at the gun shop or even at the gun show, and I, I always have to submit myself to a background check. Well, there are some transactions uh, here in the state of Utah that don't require uh, a background check. Those are uh, private sales. If you uh, somehow make it known to someone else, a private citizen, that you have a firearm you'd like to sell and they uh, are desirous to buy that firearm, you can execute a transaction. You can hand over money. They can hand you a firearm. And that is all above law. That's a, a private transaction. And those sometimes take place at gun shows. And uh, it uh, has come to the attention of the mayor that this is the case. And that, uh, I'm speculating, is the reason she she brought this about. Now, the, the I'm, I'm kind of dancing around a term that I have uh, always tried to avoid because I don't feel it accurately represents uh, what takes place at these gun shows. And I, I think it carries with it a connotation that's uh, unnecessarily negative, And that is the gun show loophole. That's what, that's what this is. That's what we're talking about. Uh, that's maybe the term that you're most familiar with. Anyway, uh, we're, we're talking about this, and anytime I hear a, a gun issue come up here in the state of Utah, or really anywhere, I, I call on my friend, and I, I hope I can call you a friend, Clark, Clark Potion, who's the chairman of the Utah Shooting Sports Council. Uh, not only that, he ha- has a wealth of knowledge on these issues, uh, both in terms of the, the community, uh, the firearms themselves, and also the law, how these things ought to be done, and how sometimes they are uh, mistreated. Uh, sir, let me, uh, first off, welcome. Thanks for being in here. Thanks, Lee. Merry Christmas to you. Your your studio is decked out in in Christmas cheer. Kind of cool. There's a yeah. tree over here. There's some ornaments over here. A wreath on the door. Uh, whatever you call these things in the middle. Uh, that's not mistletoe above us, is it? Oh, I, I have no response uh, to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you. Thanks for being here. Uh, when you caught, well, you've been tracking this for a little while. I've been tracking this for about two, three months now. Well, first, how did it come to your attention? How, how did you know that there were some whisperings or some wonderings in the Salt Lake County Mayor's office? I got a call from one of the gun show promoters. Okay. And that uh, they were being called in for a meeting. And they didn't know what it was. And then later, about a month ago, a little bit over a month ago, we found out what the mayor's intentions were. The Salt Lake County Mayor, Jenny Wilson, intentions were to prohibit private transactions at the county-owned facility, which is now the Mountain America Expo Center there in Sandy. And the, my first reaction was, well, that violates at least two statutes on preemption that, that we have in this state that a county or any other municipality, you know, local entity, anything like that, cannot make, promote, promulgate laws, rules, policies 
that when you when you say preemption firearms. when you say preemption you mean the state uh, by code and statute has certain authorities and those authorities shall not be usurped by any lower municipality or county exactly they the state she's done give, that in yeah, your view the state can give permission to to certain entities the only uh, the only ways that it's ever uh, given up a little bit of its power it allows a city not a county to restrict firearm discharge in in their city, and it allows the fire marshal for the state of Utah to restrict shooting at certain times of the year in certain areas for specific time periods. And that is the those are the only two exceptions. The, the, an argument can't be made that this is an issue of commerce. That may be that the, that the county does reserve some authorities to, to execute something no, like this. There is there is no exception. Have you had any interactions with, say, the district attorney's office? I have. Uh, my board and I met with, uh, one member of my board and I met with the mayor as well as the DA um, the, the, over the civil division, uh, Ralph Chamnus, sure. uh, last Monday, a week ago, and found out about this and found out that they believe their interpretation of two specific state statutes, uh, specifically 53-5A-102. And, and folks, you can just Google that number, 53-5A-102. Dash one hundred two, and first it'll come up with a mathematics problem. Then the second will be the Salt Lake <laughs> or the Utah County or Utah State uh, Legislative website. Anyway, and it is very clear that what the county is doing now they're interpreting it and saying that they have found an obscure loophole mm. that allows them to do this. And you is know what? The gun show loophole, loophole. Well, no, yeah, exactly, yeah. a loophole on top of a loophole. And you know, as I read it, I don't see it, but you know. The the obvious legislative intent that we have had this legislative intent for over 20 years now in the state is that the counties, the cities, other municipalities, including the University of Utah, cannot, you know, mess with these gun laws. That's, on a, that's a reference that. to concealed carry at the University exactly, of Utah. Exactly, you know, or any type of thing like that. So, um, you know, it, there may be some some huge leaps in in understanding the, the, the statute that they're making, but... The legislative intent is extremely clear. You can't do that. Well, let me ask you this. So there are, let's say, let's say that this uh, obscure interpretation carries the day and she is found to have been within her authorities. Uh, that would likely, I think, in a community like this, uh, and maybe you'll agree that two, one of two things could happen. There could be a judicial effort uh, to challenge that. So we'll need to find out somehow if she, in fact, does have these uh, authorities. And then, again, if, 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 if it is deemed that she does have them, then maybe a legislative effort to, to wrestle back the, the authority to the exactly. state level. And as I said, the legislative intent is extremely clear. The legislature guards its statutes very jealously. Sure. And they don't like a county mayor thumbing its nose, their nose, her nose, at the legislative intent, at uh, these statutes. In fact, this is interesting. In Utah, we have two statutes, not just one, that clearly delineate the state's ability and take away the, the, the other county. I mean, if it weren't for this, we would have a patchwork of different gun laws in at least the 29 counties. We, we have uh, just a minute left, and I have two real quick questions for you. Uh, Mayor Wilson, in this press conference, was asked if there had been any crimes committed that resulted from a transaction like this in gun shows hosted by county, uh, hosted on county property. She said, not to her knowledge, uh, to your knowledge, sir? Yeah, and we haven't had any. We actually asked the DA at the time of our meeting last week, and they had no example. So, there again, we don't have... A pattern of a problem. We don't even have a problem, let alone a pattern of a problem here. In fact, I'll tell you, you know, there are men, there are women, there are kids that are thinking about suicide right now. 
and in her county. And instead of doing something meaningful about that, which is about 90% of our gun deaths, she focuses on something that isn't a problem. She's not concerned, really concerned about reducing gun violence in any way. And it's shown by her uh, efforts today. We've been speaking to Clark Apotian. He's the chairman of the Utah Shooting Sports Council. The topic of the day has been so far an announcement out of the office of Salt Lake County Mayor Jenny Wilson that private gun sales will now require a background check if they are going to be executed at gun shows. Uh, Some call that the the gun show loophole, which allowed for uh, those transactions to be made without. Uh, We've heard from uh, Mary Richards. News radio reporter who is in attendance. Uh, I've shared my thoughts. Uh, Clark has shared his. Uh, we'll be anxious to see what happens in the future. I think uh, uh, what, we'll, what we'll watch for is, as her notice said, that it'll take effect January 1. I checked the calendar. I think there's an early February, maybe a mid-January gun show coming Mid-January up. January is first one. So, so we'll see what the what the atmosphere is there. We'll see what enforcement is like. Is this uh, something that the, the gun show itself needs to take upon itself, or will the county be involved in enforcement? Uh, We'll see. I also want to stay in close contact with you, sir, uh, as potential legislation shapes up on this. Clark, again, thank you for joining us. This is Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and you're listening to KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.